Julie Gafke. And this is Justice. That's, That's the, the business, business we're in. in. This, this Michigan-based podcast focuses on civil rights laws and cases from the perspective of attorney Julie Gafke and her law firm. Attorney Gafke specializes in discrimination cases. This is a podcast for those who are interested in learning more about the law, current events, and the way in which they affect our communities in everyday life. So in today's discussion, we will focus uh, primarily on recent voting laws and bills being introduced across the country, and whether those laws prevent voter abuse or if those laws really limit voter access. We will also talk um, briefly about why we believe that voting is really important. So, Julie, tell us about some of our recent voter laws and bills which have been introduced. So since the 2020 presidential election, many states have implemented changes in laws regarding voting. Legislators claim they are trying to prevent voter fraud, but a closer look at many of these laws show they actually limit voter access. Of the 50 states, 19 have implemented laws which restrict voter rights. These laws overwhelmingly make it more difficult for citizens to vote. Yes, and the Brennan Center, which is a nonprofit uh, whose purpose is to fight to make elections fair, did a report, and that report um, said that this year's batch of restrictive voting laws uh, to racist voter fraud allegations between the big lie, uh, former President Donald Trump's repeated false claims of a rigged election. And the 19 states, um, well, some of the 19 states that are restricting voting include Georgia, Florida, Texas, Wyoming, Iowa, and Arizona. And it's probably not a coincidence that Arizona now has more restrictive laws since Trump lost in Arizona and claims massive fraud occurred, although there was an audit verifying the results and showing he lost by 360 more votes um, for a total uh, official result of Biden winning by 10,457. That, I mean, that is a small number, 10,000. But, yeah. but it's been verified that Biden won Arizona by over 10,000 votes. And, you know, now to have these restrictive laws on voting, it's almost, it's so transparent. The Republicans want to restrict the voting laws in order to grab the election in 2024 to limit the number of voters, to limit those 10,000 plus people who came out for Biden. And um, it's really unfortunate that these laws are being used in such a, a way to limit access to the polls. But let's talk about some of the restrictions in these laws, Ariana. For instance, in Georgia, people can be charged with a crime actually for handing out water or snacks to voters in the line at the polls. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm standing in line for two to three hours to exercise my right to vote, and somebody hands me a water, I'm gonna be pretty grateful. Yeah, 
<laughs> and it was hot in Georgia. Yeah, and absolutely. I, like, and the thing with the Georgia example, I think another reason that they're pushing it is because of all the work that Stacey Abrams did and how that increased voter turnout. Um, and now, conveniently, Georgia is one of those states that is trying to restrict voting access. Um, it's, for little things like handing out water and snacks. Right. It seems like a humane thing to do for people that are helping this country by exercising his or her vote um, in the elections. Now, this isn't the only restrictions. The, the other restrictions include in Iowa and Kansas. People could face criminal charges, again, for returning ballots on behalf of voters who may need assistance. So you've got somebody with a disability who needs to have somebody else assist with returning an absentee ballot, for instance, and he or she could face criminal charges. Um, in Texas, you can face criminal prosecution um, if you encourage voters to request mail ballots or regulate poll watchers' conduct. Um, also in Texas, they, that state wants, is making it harder for those who face language access barriers or who have disabilities from getting help, yes. casting his or her ballot. That's so disgusting. I mean, you need help putting your actual ballot into the ballot counting box, for instance. You can't have it, even if you're disabled. Um, or there could be criminal penalties. In some states, uh, they want to make the restrictions harsher for voter ID requirements. I mean, Ariana, do you have any experience with using your voter ID? Yes, so a couple, uh, a couple years ago, I was going to vote for the first time and I swore that I had my driver's license with me, but I didn't. But I thankfully had my uh, university ID with a picture and my full name proving that it was me. Um, and that was another way to identify me. And it's, it's, if you think about it, it can, that's kind of crazy because not everyone has a driver's license. Um, and for them to only take that I feel like that's taking out a whole group of people um, so as long as you have your um, ID in some form of a picture proving that it's you it, it should be fine I'm so thankful someone said like hey like did it her name's on the list and this name matches this address and this name matches this ID which she is showing so I was who I was on the document. <laughs> if you would have been turned away, would you have gotten back to the polls to vote? I would have, but I don't think it would have been in time because it was. I went after. I went after school, um, so by the time I drove back to like university to go grab my like actual license, I would have. Like, the, I think the polls would have been closed and then I would have missed it. So I'm so thankful that um, that I had my other ID. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's great. Unfortunately, in these states with these restricting laws, the message is clear to poll workers, restrict 
don't give access. I'm sure that those poll workers would not be encouraged to look at your situation and say, this individual has an ID, a valid ID, with a picture, with an address, which corresponds with the voter rolls. Let's let her through. Mm -hmm. um, fortunately, you were let through, but... Um, and the other thing is, I like went with my sister, and we live at the same place, and like it was obvious, like we like that, like this is where we lived, and like yeah. So I, I'm glad it went through, but um, it's it's kind of disheartening to see, see these some of these states really restricting people from voting, and I think I think we should all sit and ask ourselves why. I would love to know, like, what is the exact reason you want to restrict voting because a lot of times we're like, oh, like we we want to we want to reduce crime, we want to reduce all of these things, but I'm like, mm, that's not it. Like I, you want to restrict people from actually being able to voice their opinions. Um, well, I think the legislators have claimed we need to make sure there's not voter abuse. Mm -hmm. We want to prevent um, voter fraud. And these laws will help do it. I, I'm not sure how in some of these laws that reduce the polling place places and the availability for casting your votes, I'm not sure how that will reduce voter fraud or voter abuse. I mean, to me, that only equals mm -hmm. um, limiting access. I mean, you hear about people waiting in these long lines there should be more polling places for mm -hmm. areas like that. Now these laws want to restrict the number of polling places. Um, and it's it's interesting. I just remember this story. But, like, they were like, oh, like, certain more conservative states were like, oh, like, Donald Trump actually won. But then it's, it's, it's like, the same people who were like this, wanting to restrict voting I remember this man got her I can't remember what state it was but this man got arrested because he sent in a ballot for his dead mother like that is so awful um it, it's it's just very I was like you guys are trying to restrict people who are actually like trying to vote correctly and then people who are like actually like illegally voting and cutting corners aren't are getting like a slap on the wrist there's some type of disconnect in my opinion and you know some of these restrictions include such things as banning 24-hour polling um, places and drive-through voting but again if you can verify that an individual is who he or she says she is and they're on the voter rolls and they show an ID, why should it matter if they're driving through or not? Um, if the polling place has the capability to take that vote and do it in a way that prevents fraud, why not? Mm -hmm. To me, access to voting, the more people, the better. As long as you know that as long as there's safeguards what is wrong with more access that's it's very discouraging so um 
Some states and actually the Biden administration are fighting back to preserve voting rights and to expand voting access. 25 states have enacted 62 different laws with provision to expand voting access. Yes, and as of Friday, October 29th of 2021, in Michigan, Governor uh, Whitmer vetoed multiple bills that would make it more difficult for people to vote. So this included absentee ballot applications and mail-in ballots. Um, And a spokesperson for Governor Whitmer named Bobby Letty stated that the bill seeks to make it harder to vote attempts to undermine trust in our government or attacks voting rights uh, will see a swift veto from the governor. So currently, like before the U.S. Senate, um, is the Freedom to Vote Act, which is a comprehensive package of voting, uh, redistricting, and campaign finance reforms. It includes national standard for voting, and that would ensure that people have access to the ballot across state lines. So what about federal, like what about the federal government, Julie? So what you just talked about, the Freedom to Vote Act, is a bill introduced through the the Congress, U.S. Congress, and hopefully that will pass. In addition, coinciding and complementing that Freedom to Vote Act is the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, Advancement Act. And that would prevent changes to voting rules and laws which discriminate on the basis of race or membership in language minority groups from being implemented. And it would restore voters' robust ability to challenge discriminatory laws. So, you know, back in 1965, the Voting Rights Act was passed. And the purpose of the Voting Rights Act was to prevent discriminatory laws from precluding primarily African Americans from voting. There was there were many laws on the books in, for instance, Alabama, Alaska, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Virginia that's purpose was to limit the vote of African Americans. And so the Voting Rights Act was passed and in fact Those states that I listed were required to get what's called preclearance before any laws were passed in those states that in any way restricted voting rights. Mm -hmm. And that helped for many years until 2013 when the U.S. Supreme Court heard the case of Shelby County versus Holder and the U.S. Supreme Court said that the preclearance requirement was unconstitutional. And this allowed those states that I named the opportunity now to pass voting laws, primarily restrictive voting laws, unfortunately, that did not require this Mm preclearance, which the preclearance was clearance by the U.S. district courts in those states to ensure that these laws weren't disproportionately affecting African Americans. Um, so since then, states have not had to get preclearance, and now there's been more restrictive laws, and then 
with the 2020 election and the big lie that Trump won and Biden stole the election, which continues to this day, even though there's been audits in the states in question. And, and they're expensive. They're yeah, expensive. Very expensive. And there's proof that Biden did win. He won the he won the popular vote. Um, so, unfortunately, with that lie being advanced, um, still today, these states, numerous states, nineteen different states, have enacted laws restricting voter rights. You're restricting people from getting water in lines, restricting people from getting food in line, if, um, restricting the, the number of hours polling places can be open, restricting um, the number of polling places that can be open, um, all in the name of preventing fraud, but frankly are quite transparent to try to capture some of those votes or not capture those votes that Trump got um, because of laws which provide access. So it's, it's unfortunate but true that, um, that there are, a, there's this battle. It's a real, it's, it is a battle for our citizens of this country to have the right to vote, to have the opportunity to vote. To have the access to vote, mm -hmm. it, it's it's really important. Uh, voting is, and I and a lot of groups didn't always have the right to vote, and even when they were given the right to vote, there are barriers such as those that uh, Julie mentioned that are trying to restrict people from voting. Um, and this goes into like, how are you feeling about this? Because for me, like it's it's. Like it's kind of disheartening to see people being denied the vote, the um, the right to vote. Um, but it also makes me even more motivated to make sure, like I, I, um, if you're if you're doing like absentee ballot or mail-in ballot, like you have those documents filled out completely correctly. Read the fine print. Because another thing you're uh, another thing is like if if like a mail-in ballot was. Um, like if there was one mistake, some states were like, "Oh, just it doesn't it doesn't count." Then even though they could have filled it out, and it might have been like, "Oh, they forgot to fill out this one little area," or they didn't write their full name if they just wrote their first and last and not their middle um, initials. So it's like the little things. So it, it it motivates it motivates me, and I'm also like really interested in learning more about like how to make sure that like people in our community have the right to vote. You know what's ironic about mail-in ballots is that um, historically, mail-in ballots have, have been a Republican's friend until 2020. Mm -hmm. 2020, because of the pandemic, um, that changed because more Democrats voted by mail-in ballot than Republicans, and there were more Democratic votes. So... Um, now, all of a sudden, there these states, these 19 states that want to restrict voting, many of those states are want to restrict and limit mail-in ballots, um, coincidentally. So it's, you know, it's ironic. You know, it's like we're trying to fix, we keep trying to fix this broken system, this voting system. 
without reinventing it. I mean, in this day of technology, maybe it needs to be, maybe we need to rethink voting altogether with an eye to access, um, with an eye to avoiding fraud, and look at the technology that's available. Not the technology that was available 100 years ago Mm -hmm. um, when people had to pull a lever and, you know, we had the issue of chads during the uh, during the Bush election. Um, we shouldn't even have chads today. We have the technology not to have a chad argument. Isn't that what it's called? I think so. <laughs> Hanging chads. I remember that. I don't want to. I don't know. Anyways, but my point is with with the technology that we have today. Um, Maybe we need to rethink voting altogether. I I agree. I was like, there. Everyone should have the right to vote, and maybe if you're one of the people who are like, well, we should we should have restricted voting. Well, maybe ask yourself, why do you want to restrict other people from voting so bad? Um, if this is a so-called free country, don't you want everyone to be able to voice their opinions, um, and not stop someone from voting? Um, and preventing people to vote if they have disabilities or aren't able to like turn something in by themselves. Um, so it's like, it's also like, it's also an issue of compassion. Like maybe we, let's, let's think outside of ourselves. Like let's not restrict people from voting just because they don't want to vote like you. So, um, great point. (laughs) Um, so yeah, uh, voting is really, really important, and voting access is really important. And, and uh, preventing voter fraud is important, but not at the expense of access. Mm-hmm. Not at the, not just for the sake of restriction. You know, to restrict people. If that's the, if that's the real purpose behind those laws, and it and it appears to be many of those restrictive voting laws that is the purpose, then those laws need to be struck down. Access in balance with preventing fraud is what we need to do when we pass these laws, not just have an eye to limiting access. So voting is extremely important. It's a it's a civic right and duty of all of us in this country and we want to make it available and accessible to all. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um, and there's many benefits to voting. It creates change within our communities. You get to voice your opinion. And it's a civic duty. And personally, for me, like I, I think that voting is really important because um, many of my ancestors were not given the right to vote um, or had a harder time voting. So for me, it's really important to make sure that I... Um, voice my opinion in various elections so you know please remember to vote and that your voice counts and that is important so thank you and tune into our next episode and we all we will have the resources for um uh for this episode in the description of this so thank you so much thank you everyone Mm -hmm.